Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I welcome you to episode number 22, where I speak with sound healer, Annie Jameson, about the power of healing with sound. We'll talk about it next. This episode is sponsored by the International Institute of Ayurveda. IIA is based in Northern California and Tuscany, Italy, offering both Ayurvedic education and clinical Ayurveda. For those interested in pursuing a career in Ayurveda, the Certified Ayurvedic Practitioner course begins in January 2022. This 1,500-hour, two-year intensive training is capped at 10 students to ensure that our future practitioners are given individualized mentorship and guidance by some of Ayurveda's top professionals today. For inquiries regarding either the school or the clinic, please email reception at iiayurveda.com. That's reception at iiayurveda.com. Hello and welcome to Hamsa Holistic Healing and Ayurveda Podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and it is my deepest desire to journey with you down the path to better health, mind, body, and spirit through the practice of mindfulness and spiritual awakening. Here in this sacred space, we will examine how the practice of higher consciousness and self-awareness can actually lead us to an optimal state of physical and spiritual health. We will talk about the various ways to increase our awareness and support one another along this beautiful journey. Thank you for being here and welcome. I am so honored and excited to introduce my guest, Annie Jameson. Annie is a sound healer, crystal bowl master, and angel intuitive. Sound healing is Annie's love and passion. Through playing her alchemy crystal singing bowls, she intuitively weaves sacred sound, blending the exquisite tones to create a space for healing. The pure resonant tones of the bowls expand consciousness and enhance the ability of the body to heal. Annie lives in New Zealand. Annie's music is on Air New Zealand International Flights, in-flight entertainment in the meditation genre. Her music is also being played at Scott Base, Antarctica, to help the crew during the long polar winters. She loves helping babies, young people, and adults to relieve tension and stress with her music. Annie is also the author of Light of Chileo, Messages from Heaven, a small book of universal wisdom and insights from heaven. You can listen to her music on all streaming platforms. I am thrilled and honored to have Annie Jameson here with me today on the podcast. Hi, Annie. I am just so delighted to have you here on the podcast all the way from New Zealand. Thank you so much, Sherry. This is such fun. Yes. And in New Zealand, it is summertime, isn't it? Yes. And very, very, very hot. Yeah. And you're the opposite. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm the opposite here in the States in the deep freeze of winter. So here we are. (laughs) Poles apart. Yeah. Yeah. I just love crystal singing bowls. And for me, I feel like when I listen to them, they are hypnotic. I do use them in my Reiki energy and reflexology treatments, but I really don't know as much about sound healing as I would like to. So I'm glad you're here to explain how this all works. But before we get to that, I wondered if you could share your journey, like what led you to being a healer and then ultimately to sound healing in particular? Sure. So I would never have known this is what I would be doing now. So it's always an interesting course that brings you here. So I grew up in England and I My mother was just an amazing mother. She was very spiritual. I was brought up with Christianity and spirituality, like everything. I was brought up with the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda. So I I didn't do so much when I was very young because you kind of pull, well, 
I didn't so much want to be exactly like my mother. So I used to try and be me. And so you kind of push those sides away because you, you know, exactly. Or as, yeah. I, as I often say, <laughs> all I wanted her to do was bake cakes or something normal, but she was so tuned in all the time. Wow. And she would just know when we were doing something. And, you know, that can be very irritating when yeah. you're young. <laughs> my boys, my boys are the same. And I'd say, I understand totally. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. My yeah, mother was exactly. like the same. And so it wasn't really until in my, it was actually, um, I had an, a major experience in 1991 where I realized that I wanted to connect with the angelic realm. And so I sat in a meditation. I'd read a little book about angels and I, I love angels. So I sat at the end of my bed in meditation, you know, no one told me how to do it. I just sat there. And I ask that my guardian angel come close to me of only the highest source of love and light. I was very specific of who was going to come. Right. And I had this incredible feeling and it comes like that. And I had this sort of immense energy come down my spine like a shiver. And then I could clairaudiently hear. Yes. So I didn't hear a voice or anything, right. but I asked the name of my angel and I heard audiently, I sort of had a clicking in my ear, Chileo. And then I, I, I had a notepad next to me and I had a pen because, you know, and then I started to write. It wasn't automatic writing. I was able to ask a question and then receive an answer. Yes. And I did that for, you know, the first evening and I thought, whoa, that doesn't sound like, you know, that, that's not me. You know, that, that's far too um, like a profound centered thought. and profound yes. you know, <laughs> yeah, than I, I would. Do. I do, yeah. um, and so I would try each night because I, you know, after work, I'd go and I'd think, I wonder if I can do that again yes. and again and again. And so I kept all these writings. I didn't share anyone, share it with anybody, you know, something very personal. Sure. And then I must have shared it with my mother and she probably went, well, about time, you know, like as well. <laughs> What took you so long? Right. <laughs> you know, right. you have to have your own growth. You can't, you know, you can't rush your childhood through the stages. You have to go through all the stages of whatever you need to go through, grief and trauma and blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Um, and anyway, and anyway, in 1991, that's when that happened. And then I would just tune in. And then I found that I had this sort of centered space where I could ask a question and I would get a very succinct answer. Spirit don't waffle like we do, or right. I do. Right. It's very succinct. And so then that was lovely. Then I met my husband in England, and we, he's a Kiwi. So we came back to New Zealand, got married, had kids. And it wasn't until, I think, 15 or 16 years later that I was having this, what I call an Eeyore day. I'm sure yeah. we all know what they're like. Yes, indeed. Like you don't like anything in your clothes and blah, blah, you know. <laughs> and the kids were noisy and my husband was overseas on a conference. And I decided to just empty all the drawers. And, of course, in the drawers, which I had read all over the years, wasn't a surprise, my writing or, you know, what I had received from Chileo. And as I looked at it, I heard clairaudiently, this needs to go into print now. And I went, you have to be joking. I'm not a writer. I, you know, that, no way, no way. I almost crept out of the room because I thought, well, no one will know. <laughs> Nobody right. heard that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I can ignore that. But of course, you know, when, when something like that, when it's coming from a, a feeling space of centeredness, it doesn't go away, doesn't go away. And it kept on and on. It was like a repetitive record. Then my husband comes back and at five o'clock in the morning, he comes out. And in those days, I, you know, I didn't use the computer. I wasn't taking anything. No. And he said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm writing a book. He went, oh, went back to bed. No, I wasn't <laughs> writing it from me. And then, so just before it was going to be, published we you know we self-published it I had a major like meltdown because you go what am I doing who I cannot you know like that is way too scary to put in out what am I doing exactly. so I, I turned to my husband 
And I said, no, no, let's just stop. You know, like, like, what am I doing? What am I doing? Like, ah. And he went, it needs to go out. And you know it's not you. It's far too wise. <laughs> my job. <laughs> and and, we, and I took though. that step. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I took that step. And mm. so I brought out the light of Chileo, but not but. And then I began to do auric magnetic healing. So not with magnets, mm-hmm. you know, hand healing. Yes. And I did that for about six years. But a lot of the, not, uh, yeah, a lot of the healers, the auric healers here in New Zealand, they would use the Tibetan bowls. Yes. And they would, you know, just to clear energy. So I, I literally thought, well, if they have them, I better. You know, I didn't really have a thought about it. Right, sure. And yeah, but, but when I play, I couldn't play it and I'd go to each shop and I would make a horrible noise and I thought, well, that's not going to heal anybody. <laughs> anybody at all who listens to me. <laughs> they probably run out of the healing room. But years ago, um, probably 30 years ago now, wow. I heard my first crystal singing bowl in England and I went to a meditation with this lovely man, healer from Wales, he'd come down and, you know, you do a meditation day and he had a frosted white crystal bowl. Yeah. I don't remember a lot about it, but he would just tap it. Don't even remember him playing it, playing it. And, you know, we would just go into the zone, you know, yeah. meditate. And then he'd bring us out by tapping it again. Yeah. But what he did say, which obviously had a, an effect on me, was that, the resonance of crystal, quartz, pure quartz crystal, has the capacity to clear energy. You know, it's such a pure form. And in those days, you know, they had tape cassettes. Shows how old I am. Right, right. Yeah. I'm and right he said, here's you. a recording of a bowl or bowls. I can't find that tape now, you know, over the years. And he said, if you play it in your flat or your house, it will clear the energy. And so, you know, I just followed what he said and I would put it on my tape cassette recorder yeah I'd go off to work and I'd leave it doing its thing yeah. I did not know this is what I'll be doing now sure I, I really you know yeah and anyway so scroll forward here 12 years ago I had given someone a, an auric healing yeah and we were standing by the gate she was just leaving and for some reason the thought of the sound came and I said, yes, I did look at Tibetan bowls, but I could not, I couldn't get them to sing. Mm. And then I heard clear audiently from Chileo, that's because that's not your energy. Right. And so I sort of had this three-way conversation with the, the client standing there. And then I, and I'm going, oh, no, I just realized it's, that's not my energy. So I, in my head, I'm going, so what is? you know right right and I was told crystal bowl the crystal energy is your your light your you know to align with and that's how I started and my husband was in England because in New Zealand there were it was probably two people who had a few bowls you know like we with the other end of the world here you know yeah (laughs) Yeah. and so I I asked him if he would bring one back I I ordered it I really didn't know it and he brought it back hand luggage he thought he was bringing back lead crystal you know like the yeah lead crystal well so of course when we unpacked it and my boys were probably 10 and 12 you know with great excitement they all went oh you know <laughs> this is like a white yeah looked like a white salad bowl what, like mum what are you doing <laughs> then he then I played it and they all so surprised and then I said you know I have a feeling there's going to be more and of course, Michael, my husband says, "Well, where will they go? Now they're everywhere. <laughs> we now they're everywhere. Some of them. Yeah, they're so beautiful. <laughs> oh my gosh!" And so that—that's really how I started. And then I became more and more passionate. Yeah. Because I could see what was happening to people within a very short space of time of playing. You know how it's. Well, I mean, for me, I take it all. But you know responsibility I find it very hard to quieten the mind yes definitely Mm -hmm. the monkeys are often there yes with you on your shoulder Mm -hmm. when you play a crystal bowl brings you into the moment and you start to follow the note you you pay attention to the note 
yes or the, or the vibration and yeah you might have the odd thoughts but it, uh, somehow it's an easier access yes to feeling more calm so i just say a little bit about the brain waves because in a normal day when we're driving and out you know our brains are in a beta brain wave state like we're awake you know we're aware of what's going on right as soon as you start playing a bowl, it can start to drop you into that alpha brainwave state, is that which is slowing that? it down. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you what it what it does physically in the brain because it definitely is doing something. So yeah. that's what it's doing. It's so that's what it's doing. It's slowing the brainwaves down. So a, a beta brainwave is, I think, thirteen hertz to forty hertz. I'm not sure if it goes higher. There's different brainwaves up there where, you know, you're, you're awake, basically. Yeah. You're alert. You're alert. And then I think I've got this right. It's eight hertz to 13 goes to alpha. Mm -hmm. So again, you slow the brainwaves. So it's slower, slower. Then you go to theta, which is four to eight hertz. Theta is that sort of dreamless state or you're in a kind of dream and you lose sense of time. You, you open your eyes and you go, well, I only just laid down. Is that kind of maybe like a, a yoga nidra <clears throat> experience? Yes. Maybe? Yeah. 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 So people will say to me after they've had a healing, well, didn't I just lie down? You so know, you and it's, but they've time. been lying there 40 minutes. Yeah. It's, the time has gone. And then the delta wave is, I, I believe, zero to two or something. Mm. And that's where it's very, very slow wave. So, so, and that helps you go into a sleep state because that's the sleep state. Right. And wow. so those are, so that's what's happening with the crystal bowls. They, well, calm is the biggest word I can use because that's how one feels. So we, we, we spoke briefly in an email about, because I'm studying the vagus nerve theory, polyvagal theory. And yeah. we briefly <laughs> spoke about being curious about the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system and yeah. what the crystal singing bowls might be doing to take us out of the sympathetic high anxiety, hypervigilant state, and then bring us to that parasympathetic. Absolutely. And calm yeah. us down. Yeah. It, because, it's, yeah. it sort of brings down it, yeah, slows everything down. The fight or flight stops. The adrenal response slows down. Yes, yes. Everything is very calm. And in that calmness is where the healing can exactly. happen. Exactly. So it's us, us, our own, our own healing. You know, we access our own level of peace. Yes. And then, yeah, we may have insights, you know, in that spec where you come out of it and you go, I know exactly what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when we're in that scattered state, which, you know, at this time in humanity, I mean, I, I have struggled. It's, oh, you yeah. can get hooked up in it. It's like a whirlwind of energy and it's very hard to get out of it. Once yes. you're swinging and you can swing here to there. Yep. But like you true. completely lose your balance. One of my favorite phrases aligning to the divine. And when I'm centered and aligned to the divine, I, I feel so good. When I'm completely off, I don't feel great at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Um, and I have this lovely analogy. Well, I think it's lovely. <laughs> I came up with myself. So when I was young, I trained in ceramics. That was my passion. Okay. And when you're creating a pot on a wheel, wheel you take your lump of clay you've got nothing you've just got a lump of clay and you have to prepare it and get the air bubbles out and then you throw it onto the wheel as near to center as you can yep. then you have to take time to center it because you cannot make a pot if it is not centered the whole thing is off and so i like to align that as an analogy with when we are in our day or we're about to do something if we're off center then every outcome is going to be off center. What a great analogy. I actually do pottery. I, oh, do I, you I say completely understand. Completely. That. And I've tried to skip and, and I know it's not completely centered and it's got that little bit of uh, no, wobble, wobble, that little yeah, wobble. Yeah, yeah. And then I keep trying to build the vessel anyway. 
And then all of a sudden, blah, 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 and then it's all yeah, over yeah. The place it all just it, it it well the wobble gets bigger as you know it gets slower and bigger. bigger. Yes, you it does. Even thought about that. The wave is like blah, blah, blah. so you're literally flopping, and then it flops. Yeah, the- and you just <laughs> you just got that analogy just now. No, I, I a couple of years ago it just suddenly dawned on me what yeah a, that's what great. A, I like analogies. It helps me understand things. Absolutely, yeah. And that, that's so accurate, especially for the people who do do pottery is that makes complete sense that yeah. you've got to start in a calm centered place to facilitate deep healing. And yeah. I wanted to ask you, because I know that you like to work with the youth and, and babies as well. So yeah. what does that mean when you're working with babies, with crystal singing bowls? What exactly is going so on So I here? haven't personally, I have offered my music. And so it has been used here. We, we call it like a plunket, um, I can't think of the name. Yeah, to soothe babies, basically. Oh, okay. Because babies are more in the delta wave. They sleep a lot. So, yes. you know, those soothing sounds can just help soothe. It's been used for birthing, yes. you know, for mothers to relax before the birth, after the birth, and, you know, for that. But with the youth, there was an extraordinary moment a few years ago where a young boy, he was 15 or 16 at the time, and he came for a sound bath, and he was so blown away by what it had done for him. He went, what have you done to my brain? Oh, my goodness. That's the first time it's quietened down. Oh. And he said, I've got to do research in this. His mum was there, and a friend was there, and... We was kind of looking at him, wondering how to do that. But anyway, scroll forward. We managed to do a, a pilot study and we had 11 teenagers, 16, 17-year-olds. So not the easiest genre age group. Okay? Exactly. Sure. <laughs> they did not know. They All they knew is they're coming to listen to Crystal Singing Bowls, but they didn't. We kept them clean. We kept them away from my music on Spotify. You know, we tried to have them that they didn't like a clean they might know what it is, but. Yes. Right, right. Sure. And they had to come in and they filled in a, a questionnaire before and after. And the, the trial was 25 minutes and it was up at the clinical school. My husband's a medical oncologist and he does research. So nothing to do with oncology, but he was one of the ones on the trial. And then we had a neurologist and a psychiatrist. Mm, sure. And they came in and they were meant to be quiet. Well, dream on about that. You can't get... 16-year-old <laughs> boys, to be quiet. Anyway, they filled in the forms quietly. They came in. They were told they had to just bring a yoga mat. Mm-hmm. That was it. So they lay there. I physically took in bowls that time. And within, Sherry, within 10 minutes, it looked like I've had put a spell on the lot. They were like. They were out. Snoring. and Yeah. Really, really you know, voices spread themselves. They spread themselves. Around. Yeah. Yeah. I would say 95% of them were just gone. This is yeah. midday on a Sunday. So we're not wow. talking about nighttime. Sure. And then at the end, I thought that, you know, I did it exactly to the clock, 25 minutes. I thought at the end, when I stopped, they'd all go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Big deal. Nobody yeah. moved. Nobody moved at all. So the boy who was also running it, he, he was, you know, we just kind of looked around the room and thought, well, if we do, we'll wait five minutes, nothing happened. <laughs> I had to actually wake them up and say, please, can you go and fill in the questionnaire again? And then it was all sent off to a biostatician to be analysed. Anyway, so it's come back and it has shown an, an improvement in depression and anxiety just mm-hmm. in that one session. Yeah. So now what we've done, they've written a paper, we're waiting for that to be published. And then my passion is and watch this space because I want to get my music into schools where it really could help these kids. Now, those kids really didn't have any issues, but if I can get it into schools where, or, you know, to the councils or somewhere where these teenagers, and specifically boys, I mean, because girls as well, but boys find it much harder to express their emotions. Yes, yes. So they don't talk, whereas girls tend to release some of it. Yes, yeah. Um. So this is a good segue. I was going to ask you what kind of conditions can sound healing and crystal bowls help? Are there any studies with like mental imbalances? You mentioned anxiety and depression. What about 
probably ADHD, I'm thinking it might, right? Because it's bringing them to center. Yeah, I haven't, I don't know of any studies. Yeah. Um, but we hope to be doing some stuff, you know, you yeah. have, with, with the medical profession. Yes. You, you have to do one tiny step at a time. Yes. Yes. You can't go polling in. You, you, you have to verify it. Yep. Show that this isn't just hocus pocus. Right. You know, it, it's just sound. And then we want to do an EEG. You know, we've got all sorts of plans, but we want to just get it in. There's a girls' school that the head of music, she's hoping to do a do something this year. With COVID, you know, everything's then shut, then it starts again, and then they're locked down. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a, yeah. a challenge. But, yes. you know, now more than ever, young people, I mean, it's hard enough for us older ones. Yeah. But the young ones, they have huge anxiety. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure they do in the States. Absolutely. You've got yes. the planet you're worrying about. You've got the health you're worrying about. You so know, and if, I, if I can offer just 10 minutes, nobody mm-hmm. needs to know what they're listening to. You know, kids have earbuds in their ears all the time. All the time. Yeah, all the time. They, nobody needs to know. They're not having to sit there and meditate with their hands out. You know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they can just go, oh, just having a break, having a nap. Always makes me yeah. laugh. My boys now, they're, they're 25 and 27. But it makes me laugh because they'll go, also I'm having a nap if I phone them overseas. <laughs> you know, that was kind of like the granny thing in my day. Yeah. But these sure. young ones, they go, no, I need a nap. Or I'm listening They're to your music. So <laughs> overstimulated all the time, you know? And so if you can bring crystal singing bowls into the school, I mean, that that's beautiful. Like they keep trying to bring yoga into school as well. Absolutely. And mindfulness and mindfulness. you know, the, the yes. mental health is basically in New Zealand. It's at the top of the bill. Yeah. So, that's you wonderful. know, we, we just had to do it year by year during COVID. I just wanted to go out there. And my husband said, if you do it properly and you do the study and you do it carefully and verify, you're going to get much further than if you leap in there or... Yeah. Like I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unbridled passion for the platform that you're trying to present. But now speaking yeah. of your husband, now you said he's an oncologist. Yeah. Yeah. So have you gotten involved at all in presenting crystal singing bowls to patients that are maybe sitting, getting chemotherapy? And that can be so, and radiation. It can, can be. be so anxiety um, no, I people. haven't because we have this it's a fine line, you know, no, yeah. is the answer. I haven't with his patients or any of the patients there. It needs to come through you know, yeah. a proper the proper channels, a yeah. proper source. He may, he may often say, oh, if you need to calm down, you can listen to Annie's mute, my wife's music. Yeah. But yeah. not, a, not as a trial or anything, you know, we'll get there in the end. I've, I tell mm-hmm. you, I have lots of passion about that. So mm. Well, I mean, I've experienced your music since we chatted before the new year. And I've heard crystal singing bowls before during yoga classes and things like that. I I do have to say, and I'm not just saying this because you're on my podcast, but your music is amazingly beautiful and hypnotic and healing. And I just, yeah, I listen to it all the time now. And I want the listeners to really understand from this podcast that, you know, we're chatting and, and, you know, it's very light and, but the profound effect that I feel as a Reiki energy healer, and I I work in the healing business, something's going on here. When I'm listening to this kind of music, something's happening inside the brain and inside the whole entire body, the whole breath, everything comes down. And it's to me, I really hope you get this out in the medical community, because it's real. It's not just Thanks. like you said, hocus pocus. This is not at all. No, it's, no. Uh, thank you so much. I Yes, it's sound. You know, it's not for some people like, oh, crystal bowls. So they sort of have this strange idea about it. But if you talk about music, yeah. you know, we all know, we all respond to different music. If you play the 1812 overture, which is, you know, like then you're all little heart rates going up and down and you know when you play this you're quiet we have this fun thing my husband it's become such a thing now I'll just say I've just created this new piece can you listen and I'll just start and he's (laughs) I go can't you are you are you relaxed 
And he goes, of course I'm relaxed. I'm saying, I know, but I want feedback. I don't need all the sleeping. <laughs> but we've now got it when I go, yeah, that one will work. That's like that when, I'm, work. when I'm healing my husband and he comes, you know, back to when I say, you know, well, let's, you know, chat about what you experienced. And he's like, I don't know. I think I was asleep. Was I snoring? Yep. So forget it. We'll, we'll catch it another time. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah. As living beings, right. We have a vibrational level of existence that has probably something to do with our consciousness and where we are on that journey. And so the vibration, this is what I feel when I listen to, to the crystal singing bowls is I feel a change in my vibration inside myself. And it becomes, like you said, you center. And I feel that I, I describe it as hypnotic because all the other outside noise stops. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I find that. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I'm a music person. I love music. And maybe, you know, if you talk about it from a music perspective, maybe people will be like, oh, well, it's just music. I'll check that out instead of like, um, yeah, more, music. yeah, like spiritual and, you know, but music is a healing thing. I mean, we know that forever. Yeah. And so, and I can't even imagine being in labor and being able to hear that. The effect I wish it, I had had that. I mean, I wish I'd played it to my, you know, I didn't do it then. I would have yeah. been so much calmer. Absolutely. And, you know, when you're breastfeeding, you know, you, that, that yes, they, they're using it here occasionally for the, the women breastfeeding who need to calm down, you know, because yeah. it would just take you into this, oh. Exactly. Beautiful, relaxed. And a lot of times when you are a first-time mom and you've just had your baby, and you're a nervous wreck because you don't know what you're yeah. doing. And then no, the milk doesn't let down because you're whole, you're so nervous. Can you imagine yeah. how helpful this could be? It's, and it's, it's just, so, yeah, I feel that. Oh, can, yeah. 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 It's just so beautiful. So beautiful. And so we, when we were talking earlier, I read about you that your music is played on Air New Zealand flights. It is on the entertainment, you know, under the meditation genre. It's just, that's so cool. So how did that happen? So um, we traveled a lot back to England because my family were there. My mom was elderly and it's a long flight back. Mm. You know, it's a long haul. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and um, when I watch the movies, I'm just hyperactive and I didn't like that. So I'd listen to some music. And then one day we're flying and I, said to my husband, you know, my music should be on here. This would really help. But he was so busy watching a movie, you know, because, you know, you watch one after the other. Yep. And um, so I held that vision and I thought, okay, I'm going to make that. I can feel it. I felt it, what it would feel like to listen to my music, you know. Yeah. And then tried to find a way to find someone in New Zealand. So that took a bit of research to find somebody who was, dealing with the music you know the music side of air new zealand sure and so i write this email you know just expecting oh they'll just write back and either say no or yes because they don't answer that's even worse (laughs) so i do it again nothing after six months nothing you know nothing but i'm still holding the vision i'm i can feel it i literally can feel it i imagine myself turning to michael going this is so cool (laughs) you know yeah and the angels, I'm asking the angels, you know, can, can we manifest this? And then my son and his friend went overseas and he, so they thought, well, they'll write to Air New Zealand, you know, as, as customers. Yes. And they got a response saying, yeah, yeah, we have music like that. And that was the end of that. Anyway, I, I said to Sam, can you send me that email? And they went, no, I don't know if I want to. And I said, just send it so it can just sit on my computer and still hold the energy. That's all I want energy anyway a year later so I'm still visioning it Sam like that day I said you know my music will go and he went mom let it go maybe you need to let it go maybe you're pushing I said I cannot let this one go because I can feel it I literally can feel it and it was that day that it manifested and I went to Tai Chi I was in a calm mood and I had this choice I hadn't got any clients I thought shall I just go shopping shall I go home I thought, no, I don't want to go wandering around the shops. 
I'll go home. I'll just go and have a look online. I'll, I'll just go and look at other airlines. If they're New Zealand so oh. slow. Sure. Yeah. So there I was, you know, typing in Singapore and, you know, various airlines. Mm-hmm. And the thought came to me, go to the go to the, the letter, go to the email that the kids sent. And as I'm staring at the letter, the email, which was, you know, the person was saying, you know, no, yeah, yeah, nothing. I noticed there was a phone number, like a personal phone number. Oh, wow. You can't find anybody's phone number, as oh, you no, can imagine, no. connected Absolutely to anything. <laughs> and I made that choice. I was standing in our study, just in my Tai Chi clothes, you know, <laughs> you know, my yoga stuff. And I thought, you can do this. Just take a chance. Like, what have you got to lose, Annie? You, you haven't got anything to lose. You have, and I said to myself, you've got two minutes to pitch it. Yeah. Two minutes. That's all you've got. The week before I had written again, nothing. Nothing, yeah. And so I thought, if he picks up that phone, I'm just going to go for it. Angels. Yep. <laughs> and he answered the phone. Honestly, I nearly, you know, my heart rate was, <laughs> was not calm. And and uh, hello. And and all of, all of your thoughts leave your head. What you're going to say, right? Yeah, and he probably moved the phone away from his ear because you know he was <laughs> hello. <laughs> and I go, um, and then he says, "No, no, 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 I'm interested. Um, we have no budget for that." I said, "No, I'm not asking you for any money. I'm not asking for money. What I'm offering, I'm gifting this to New Zealand because I feel." that this music would really help people in very stressful situations. Flying is immensely stressful. Yes, very. And that is what I would like to offer. And he, he, I, I could feel I caught his just a yeah. fraction of his attention. <laughs> oh, he <free>? says, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, so you said you sent me an email. When was that? And I said, oh, I sent it on Friday at four, whatever. Like I remember. What I and so then he, he said, yeah, okay, well, I'll give it a listen. I'll get back to you. That was it. I went outside and literally, because I knew at that second he was, he sounded like he really was going to. He was to. interested, yeah. Was- I was outside talking to the angelic. I'm um, inspire him, inspire him, you know, like, like this is the moment. Yeah. And when I hung out the washing, you know, like I was trying to keep calm. Literally five minutes later, there was an email. Literally wow. five minutes later. He didn't even call, have my name. He just went, hi. He said, it sounds fantastic. I had to go onto YouTube to see what it was you were playing. If you would like to proceed, we are uploading to Air New Zealand in the next half an hour. Please send me the file. We can only take two albums. Two albums? Not, I mean, not two albums. <laughs> wow. even one track. So you sent that them. alignment was... Spot on. It was just the time, divine time. No, and not yet. You know, Miss Frustration here was saying, oh, yeah, you know. (laughs) It was waiting and waiting, but it's when you're in that alignment, that's when it happens. And you just kept on believing and trying to manifest something. Yeah, feeling it. Knowing how many people it would help, too. I mean, that's major. And, and then, so then we went for a flight. I just have to say this. Oh, so yeah, it goes yeah. on to Air New Zealand, you know, actually. And then we get on the flight, the actual flight, to fly back home to England. And I and I acted that way. I'm so excited it's on the flight. You know, like I, I actually said that to my husband. I'm like, he was so wrapped too. And then you we told it. the air stewardess and, you know, she was excited. How cool. We got everyone excited then. So you got to actually experience it on the plane. I literally itself. experienced cool. what I had felt would be the experience. Isn't that neat? That's so, that's just so cool. And then I also read that your music, your crystal singing bowls are played. Scott bass. Scott bass. Antarctica. Yes. I mean, it won't be played all the time, but it's that. So that's another, it's I'll nice. just do a quick story because following on from New Zealand, then I'm shown in a, a dreamlike, visionary state. Okay, so if the music's going around the world in as a vibration, you know, right. on the plane, yeah, then I'm shown it needs to go to the Arctic Circle and Antarctica. It's all very easy, you know, to receive that idea. It's not so easy to put it into practice. Exactly, right, <laughs> to manifest it, yeah. To manifest it. So 
I wake up, my, my husband has this thing now. He says, ideas only on Tuesdays because you can't cope. I've got so many. Anyway, <laughs> I, he's under the covers and I go, I've just been shown Antarctica. My music needs to go to Antarctica, the vibration. How do I do that? And he goes, it's not Tuesday. It is actually. <laughs> <laughs> and he just mumbles. He goes in his sleepy, he goes, Scott Bass. Scott Bass. Scott yes. Bass. Okay, so it's all very well. You can't just phone Scott Bass. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I get up and I do the research. I write, I ring them. I write to someone at Antarctica, New Zealand. You can't, you can't write to Scott Bass. <laughs> You, you know, you try and pitch Crystal Singerville music to Scott, Antarctica, New Zealand. It's like we're on another planet. Yeah, so the exactly. work, you know, the, the lady, she tried to put me off. You know, they try, everyone tries to put you off. Right, right. But, you know, I'm there. With, when I've got something that I've received that I feel is in alignment and truth, I will keep following. Yes. And she said, they're very busy down there, you know. Anyway, once my music had gone on to New Zealand, so a month passes and nothing, you know. Then I, I screenshot it, you know, my albums with the lovely Air New Zealand logo. Uh-huh, you know? yeah. I had found out who the winter base leader was in Antarctica. And so then I wrote again. You know, she must go, oh, here she is again. And I explained that we, I wanted to offer my music because I know that it can be quite challenging. We'd seen a program on it. If yeah. you're in the dark and the cold for months on end, it can, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, and so we would like to, I would like to offer this and please forward it to the winter base lady. I gave his name, you know, so I gave a, a sort of direction. Yeah. Yeah. And the next day, Shiri, I received an email from Scott base. Unbelievable. From this guy saying, hi, Annie. So sorry. It's taken us so long. I've <laughs> talked to the crew and yes, please. Can you send your music down on the next flight? Unbelievable. How beautiful is that? And so each year, so that was three years ago, every year I write to the new winter bass leader and I say, my music is in your, your selection there. Right. Would you like to, if, if anyone would like to listen to it? And each one of them has written back saying, thank you so much. We've often talked about what helps the most in challenging situation and its music. So now my passion is to get it into McMurdo bass, the American bass. Yeah, absolutely. Watch this space. I haven't, you know, like like you have to do it step by step. Yep, yep. And then my husband says, you know where your music should go? It should go to the International Space Station. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. You know, that is anywhere where there's trajectory. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And and you're moving closer to the angelic realm. They're going this way, right? Up to the space station. You're moving upward. (laughs) (laughs) Might be easier. They don't have to. It's, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing and manifestation and the law of attraction and believing that something is so important that you don't have that fear of calling someone, someone that seems completely out of touch to a regular person, taking the leap and being brave and courageous, feeling that kind of passion, knowing how healing it is. It's really amazing what you've done. And I'm sure you're going to do a million more things. I just cannot wait to see. I'd love to have you back on the podcast to talk more about angels because I too absolutely love them. And, um, I've had experience as well. Maybe the next time on the podcast, we can maybe talk about our experiences with angels in the angelic realm. And so Annie, I just wanted to give you an opportunity to share with the listeners any of your offerings that you'd like to share this time? Gosh, so that's very kind. Thank you for your lovely words. Um, if anybody wants to listen to my music, the best way, obviously CDs and things, you know, we don't do that anymore, um, is through streaming. Um, that's, that's an amazing way that it goes out. The best way to listen is either through headphones or through like proper speakers because you get you actually feel the vibration through your phone or your just the computer. It's not a good sound and yes. you'll lose those very deep notes, those huggy notes. Yes. Good point. Um, yep. I have a, an album. So there's many albums. One is called gentle sleep and serenity, which is beautiful. If you if people find it hard to sleep mm. and that's 70 minutes and it's very melodic and 
there's no surprises, you know, you will go. There's another one called um, Deep Delta Binaural Bliss, which is literally the delta wave. Mm, wow. Um, and um, on the 2nd of February this year, um, I have a new track coming out called Affirmations for Peace and Calm. And that's a 10-minute track with my music, five minutes of words of calming words to put into your beingness and then the five the music then will take you into that space and it's for a time where you can use it anytime but you can use it when you are maybe scattered energy or you're really finding it hard to center it can be in the middle of a day it could be a lunch break you know you're having a frazzly day at work just put that on that 10 minutes and you might think nothing's happened but when you at the end of the 10 minutes you'll go I'm actually in a different space than I was 10 minutes before Oh, yes. Oh, you will. So that's my offering. Beautiful. And you're right. I'm glad you mentioned about the earbuds or the headphones. It really does make a big difference. It's a quality of sound. That, yeah. And you'll feel like you are the, the other the waves, uh, the, the vibrations. Yes. I, what we notice if we have, when, when my son ever comes home, one of them, they'll play, they'll be having my music on somewhere. And I'll be out in the kitchen, noisy, da da da. And I walk into this room and I go, whoa, it feels so different in here. Mm-hmm. It's and it's the vibration. And you don't need it on loud. That's what I, it's that quiet. It's not about the force. It's no. not about the force. It's about yeah. <laughs> peaceful waves. Yeah. And it starts to seep into you. That's how it feels like. It's sort of. It seeps. That is such a great into word. You. It does. And I, and the, and the words came to me the other day was, it's like a soothing balm of calm. Yep, it's true. It's true. I mean, I really encourage people to really try this. It is a beautiful, beautiful healing modality. And I cannot thank you enough. This has been just oh, bless you. so lovely. And so I'll be in touch and we can do it again. And we'll talk about the angels. Wonderful, now. wonderful. It's been a lovely, lovely to connect with you, Sherry. Thank you Thanks. so much. Thank you, Annie. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. And you. Bye. Blessings. Bye-bye. As I close this beautiful podcast, I will leave you with the healing sounds of Annie Jameson. Take care. Namaste.
I hope you enjoyed the conversation today. If you would like to experience healing or give the gift of healing to another, please go to my website, www.hamsaholistichealingandayurveda.com or email me at sherry at hamsaholistichealing.com or you can contact me on Facebook, Sherry Berjanski. I offer Ayurveda consultations, Reiki energy healings, reflexology and Ayurveda foot massage, tarot card readings, angel card readings, and much more. If you found this podcast helpful, please share an episode so that we can spread this wonderful wisdom of healing. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care. Namaste.